Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, you know, so good. So so good? So good. We've had the holidays. Some of them. Some of them. We're coming up on the other ones. We're doing really good at everything. Are we? No. We're, <laughs> we're recording this before the holidays. We are. <laughs> it's the holiday season at our brown burner. I have so much like family stuff to do that this is just easier. Yeah. Yeah. So did you know this episode comes out on New Year's Day? Yeah, I did. It is t- now 2020 in the future. Whoa. Whoa. That's crazy, actually. I'm probably extremely hungover. New Year's Day. still drinking. Um, when I this am... is released at midnight, I'll probably be still drinking. I am going to be at a wedding on New Year's Eve. I will be here at my house. And we're getting a hotel room because it's like we it's they're going to shuttle people from the reception hall to the hotel. Yeah. So we're like, well, we're like, just going to get a hotel room. Yeah. And that's how, so you can go hard at weddings. We can go hard and we can drink. And there might be board games. Board games? Don't know. Okay. I'm down with it if there are. Okay. But I'm excited. It's going to be fun. And we're getting a hotel room, but that means I have to miss the New Year's party. But I think we already talked about that we're having a second one. Yes. Yes, we did. And I love it. I ordered my dress. I got my dress. I saw it. It's so cute. Yeah. But I'm excited for the party. It's going to be really fun. Did you do anything exciting since the last time we talked? Um, it was finals week for school, so no. Oh, that sucks. Um, and I'm pretty sure I did not pass. Oh. I'm pretty sure I almost passed. Okay. But did not pass. So, I just fell short, I'm pretty sure. But we'll see what happens when the grades come out. We'll see when when your grades come out, yeah. And maybe it's like curved. Two and a half percent. Hopefully. That's all I need at curved is two and a half percent. That's how close I am. Oh, geez. Based on what I calculated is two and a half percent. That's not very much. Maybe they will. They'll be like, fine. Yeah. Like, and I don't know if I should like ask my teacher be like, so you're going to like curve it like five percent, right? (laughs) (laughs) Just like for everyone in the whole class. Just like so like I don't have to take this class again, please. (laughs) I'm trying to see if there's anything exciting that I did. Yeah. No, I haven't done anything. No, I haven't either. I've just been working. That's been fun. Oh, I took Theo to go see Sienna. I saw. That was so cute. Yeah, my my parents joined in last minute. I love it. I loved the pictures. Um. Oh, also, since I was since I'm working on editing right now, and I had to stop. And oops, sorry, the episode was late. My bad. <laughs> you know, finals. <laughs> and um, yeah, I. I'm not making the Theo calendar because I decided against it. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. fine. But, yeah. We, we're a little late. Yeah, just, just, just a little. Well, this episode isn't. This one's not. This one is on time. And you guys Should are. Should be. If, if it's not on time, I've died. <laughs> you guys are getting ready <laughs> for your New Year's parties. Or, no, you're getting ready to... What are you doing? You're hungover. You're walk-a-shaming back to your car after a very long night of drinking. You're hungover. You know what? Honey, get yourself some painkillers and drink a lot of water. Get get yourself a haterade. You're going to need it. Yes. And we love you. Yeah. Don't do anything too crazy. Don't, Don't do anything too stupid. 
Like have a second New Year's party. Nah, that's not stupid. A week later. I don't no. know why you're... It's two weeks later, by the way. It's a week and a half. I have to show you some of the things that have come in for the party Ooh. when we're done. Yes, I want to know. Yeah, you'll see. I'm so fucking I'm getting pumped. balloons. But I'm ordering the balloons on Amazon, and then I have to find a place to fill them up with helium. What kind of balloons are they? Are they latex? No. Mylar? Well, no, they're the, the foil ones. Mylar. I'm getting foil 2020 balloons. You can get those um, filled at the Dollar Tree. Filled? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because they will just, they will fill balloons and charge you for air, but they will not fill up latex balloons for, like, allergy reasons. Really? Because some of, like, it's a pack. It comes with some latex balloons. You can do that, I think, at the Party City then. Okay. Balloons. I'm excited for the decorations. I don't really have a lot to talk about this episode. I have to get beginning. some boxes and make, like, fake, like, liquor boxes. Ooh, that's fun. Yeah. I love that. I mean, you... Because none of the Amazon boxes were, like, the right size that came in with all of my decorations. Got it. So, like, I have to find my own and just do it myself. Makes That's fine. Makes sense. Like, I don't know. I... The theme party, right? So we're uh, I, we're getting a poker table and we're playing. We're gambling. We're gambling. We're gambling. Just like the prohibition speakeasies. Um, I'm setting up like cutesy like photo areas. I'm so pumped for that, honestly. So right now I have three areas, three ideas. For, like, those areas. Oh, my God. We can take such cute podcasts. Like, happy 2020 pictures. Oh, my God. Oh. It'll be so cute. It'll be a little late, but I love it. Yeah. It'll... So, like, one is, like, the dark speakeasy. Like, like I'm going to set up, like, a candle and, like, like, gla- like whiskey glasses with, like, fake ice in them. And then, like, boxes of, like, the alcohol. Yeah. I love this. I'm so pumped. And then, like, I'm I'm printing out a couple of signs at work to, like, post through my house of, like... But it's something like the United States Marshal has closed down this for in violation of the Prohibition Act. I love this. So I'm posting, like, one on the door, and I'm, like, one in this, like, little photo area. Like, yeah. And then one is just going to be straight glam. So one area straight glam with my foil wall and the 2020 balloons... So the the theme in that area is silver and gold. Love this. Yeah. <laughs> and then I have I'm gonna have a mugshot section. Some of my mugshot placards have already come in. Oh, I'm so excited. So I'll show you the mugshot placards. Yes. I can I be like serious with you for two seconds? Yes. Like five that I'm or spending s- too much money no, on. No, but this? like five or six years ago. When I was, like, talking to my one friend, like, it's been a while ago, I was like, I want to have a 1920s party in 2020. Like, that is my dream. I want to do this. And then when you were like, we're doing this, I was so fucking pumped. And then I was so bummed because I was like, I'm going to be at that wedding. And then I was like, oh, this sucks. And then we're having a second one so I can go. And I'm so excited. Yeah. No, so pretty much. And Tawny, Tawny goes, so, like. Why are you having like a second one? And I'm like, I'm mostly doing it for Amber and two, I've spent way too much on decorations to only do this. I will appreciate it so much, to be honest. I'm so excited. Like, I'm definitely going to store the decorations in the podcast room. Yeah. Because like, I don't want to like 
fold things back up and ruin them. Oh, I got, oh, you should see my sequent um, tablecloth that I got Ooh. for our finger foods table. Love it. So yeah, it's, it's, we're going, I'm it's going so all out. excited. I think it's going to be so much fun. Me and Michelle are going to go to party city and we're going to get those streamers. If, um, for a second party, yeah. there's things that you think we need. Yeah. Like I'm no, I'm fine with bringing stuff. Um, like, Finger foods, anything. If you need me to pick up like extra balloons or whatever, I don't care. Let me know. Oh, yeah. Oh, I have to buy two sets of balloons, don't I? I mean, not necessarily. They, they might last. Can I get them refilled? You might be able to. You should be able to. <laughs> I filled up a few balloons in my life. I mean, like, can I get these? Like, I, you see these balloons are dying. Can we just add more helium to them? You could probably get like a mini helium tank, honestly. I could. To just refill right. them yourself. Yeah. I don't know. I'll have to ask when I fill them the first time. Yeah. Or worst case scenario, just prime some more to myself. But yeah, I'm so I'm so freaking excited for this party. And I ordered my dress. I've got my headpiece. It's coming in. Hopefully they come in time. They should. It's predicting early January. Wow. I mean, the party's not till like the 11th. Yeah. So like... It, my dresses were saying my stuff was both out of stock until like after Christmas, yeah. like the twenty sixth or something, and then so it was it's projected. like first week of yeah January. So it's it's like first week of January. I should yeah. be getting the stuff in. So that's fine. Yeah, I'm just nervous about it because you know you never know. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, that's about it. That's all I have today for you. Yeah. You ready to jive on in I'm to so our ready. stories? Let's jive on it. And look, we're jiving in our 20s talk. It's me. Oh, look at that. Wow. I just literally flipped it across the room. Two in a row. I think this is three in a row. Three in a row. I don't know. I don't know. What was the last one? I don't know. I don't remember. Um. Okay, so I actually have two stories for you. Okay, two-parter? Two-parter. Because... I'm talking about, so not last episode, but the episode before, I found a really good article about haunted objects. Yeah. This, I did the wedding dress that episode. Yes. And I found two more that I thought were really interesting, but they're short. So I figured I would do them both together and give you like a little variety. Okay. So we're going to start with, it's the, Bas the Bassano vase. Okay. So we're going to start there. Okay. We're starting with a vase. We're starting with a vase. That people put flowers in. Yeah, they do. Yeah. What kind of flowers? Like daffodils? Yeah. Roses? Tulips? A nice bouquet. Yep. So in the 15th century. Okay, we're going real far we're back. We're going way far back. Um, a vase was made car from carved silver and was intended for a gift. Um, for a fancy lady. For an Italian maiden on her wedding day. Ooh, wedding gifts. So the girl was from a northern village close to Napoli, and she received the gift the night before her wedding. Okay. Um, unfortunately, she would never make it to the altar. Oh, no. What happened? Did it kill her already on the first night of owning it? Pretty much. Oh, no. So she was found... Dying on the floor, clutching the vase, and she found to return to seek vengeance before she died. Most stories what? said that she was the victim of a vicious attack, or that she and that she was murdered. Okay, but she was like dying when they found was her. Was someone like trying to steal the vase? Maybe. 
and then like murdered her and she's like nah bitch this is my vase this is my vase she she was clutching it till her death she yes. was not leaving that vase she was not letting it go um so from then on the vase was passed down through her family but anyone who took possession of the vase would die soon after it came into their possession like super soon like well, pretty quick after it came okay. into their possession um, finally, people started believing that the vase was actually cursed, and there are a few different versions of what happened to it, but mostly they say that the vase was boxed up and hidden in a secret location, but other ones say that it was buried in sacred ground, like in a cemetery. Okay. So so they got rid of it. The vase was killing people, and they're like, we're getting rid of this fucking vase. So they just bury it in a grave, and they go, here lies the vase yeah. of death. The end. No, I'm kidding. It once held flowers. Well, the, the vase resurfaced in oh. 1988. Grave robbers. And according to the stories, there was a piece of parchment with the vase that read, beware, this vase brings death. Oh, okay. So, like, whoever, like, stole it from the grave, died, and then someone else just like, I'm gonna write this note and like slip it into the vase and then just kick it into a river or something. Pretty much. So the note was discarded. Oh, just like eh. and the vase was sold at an auction. So like the auctioneer died, the person who bought it died, everyone died. Everyone's dying. Just death everywhere. So the vase was sold for about um two thousand three hundred dollars at the time which would today be about $5,000. Okay. Um, the vase was sold to a pharmacist, and three months after he purchased it, he died mysteriously. Oh, he made it pretty long. Three months? Yeah. So his family then sold the vase to a surgeon who was 37 years old and did not believe in curses. Well, yeah, that's like usually the people that get it and then are cursed. Yeah, he was like, fuck this. I don't believe in this fucking curse. This give is me not the, real. Give me this goddamn vase. This I will vase prove is gorgeous. to you. That it's not cursed by owning it. He died two months later. Oh, it keeps getting shorter, huh? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, then the vase was sold off again to an archaeologist who purchased it for his own private collection, and he saw the vase as an artifact of high renaissance. Ooh, so fancy. Three months after purchasing the vase, he died of an unknown infection. Well, if you know it's an infection, you probably know what caused the infection Right? You would think. In theory. In theory. But his family decided to sell the vase because they were like, fuck this shit. Yeah. We don't want to fucking deal with this. So, um, but at this point, the vase had started growing a reputation and word was <laughs> getting around that it was bad luck. When you, I, when you said growing, I was like growing some like arms and legs. Like, what is it growing? Is it getting bigger? Could you imagine? What if it was getting bigger and turning into like a weird demon? Like when you... <laughs> When you put water in it, it grows. It's like the it's a demon with the body of a vase. It's a wait, no. It's a gremlin. Ooh, a, a gremlin. gremlin. A gremlin vase that grows and gets more evil when you feed it water after midnight. Oh, I love that. <laughs> so the family could not get the full amount that the architect or archaeologist had paid for the vase. So they kept it? No, but they did sell it. They oh, okay. sold it, but they didn't get the full amount of money that he paid for it back. Well, if they think that it killed him, I think you're fine. <laughs> I mean, you're still getting money back for it. Yeah. So after this, it only took one month to claim its next, next victim. Oh, yeah. So it is getting shorter. It is. And the victim's family 
um, decided we're done. We're not dealing with this fucking vase anymore. Oh, okay. So they threw it out the window. Oh, they just... Because they were just desperate. threw it into the street. They were desperate to rid themselves of it, so they fucking threw it out the window. Yep. Just toss it into the street. Free for the pickings to someone else. And if losing a family member wasn't enough, when they threw it out the window, it hit a police officer in the head. And the police officer died? Um, It did say nearly killing him. Oh, okay. In some so articles. he didn't die. In some articles. It said nearly killing him. Okay. But then it also says that the officer fined them for disorderly conduct. Sounds about right. And the owner of the vase took the ticket but refused to take the face, vase back, saying he would rather be arrested. <laughs> <laughs> He's seen some shit, okay? He would rather be arrested than take this vase back. Yeah, he's definitely seen some shit, and he's like, no, fuck that face. So now it's in the possession of this officer who got hit in the head with it. He's like, oh, sweet, this is a nice-ass vase. And he was like, all right, I don't know what to do with this. My wife doesn't really like flowers. Like, (laughs) so he decided to take it to a museum and attempt to, like, add it to a collection. Yeah. But, like, I said, word had already gotten out that this vase was cursed, and no one would accept it. Not even the museum. Not even the museum. They wouldn't, like, even, like, put it in a glass case like all of the other haunted items of the world. Like, they should have, right? Yeah. But they wouldn't. Okay. Um, So some version of the story say that at this point the officer could feel negative energy coming from the vase and took it upon himself to dispose of it. Okay. So has no one... So it's made out of silver. Yeah. Right? So, like, no one's trying to, like, just fucking melt it. I guess not. Unless that would, like, release some, like, crazy curse, right? Yeah, guess not. Um, so the Bassano vase was buried again. He buried it in a undisclosed location. Some say that it was buried in a lead box or coffin. And he put it to rest. Some say it was also still buried in the Holy Cemetery. And okay. some say both. Okay. So here's an idea. Next person who unburies it, melts it down. Makes a bunch of mini vases and then ships them out to random people. That they don't like. Yes. It's like the new Death Note. It is. We're like, what is this tiny vase? Um, Some say that removing the lid of the Bassano vase is what would actually activate its curse. Oh. So it had a lid. It had like a lid, I guess. Okay. But I only saw that in one place. Yeah. Um, they say that when the lid is removed, the lid draws people towards its death. So okay. it's obvious that it has a very negative history. And the details are a bit sparse because this literally like gives me like no names or anything, but it was like on multiple like haunted objects list, and I thought the story was kind of interesting anyway. But it's unknown where the vase is now, but I'm not gonna go find it. Okay. Is that cool? Like Yeah, that's fine. It's probably in Italy somewhere. It's right? probably buried somewhere. I would bury that vase so fucking far. I'd fucking throw it in a river. I would, like, put it in cement. Like, of course, you don't want that shit around. And then someone will unbury it, and you're like, why the fuck is there just a cement block in the ground? And you're like, don't fucking worry about it. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. Are you ready for our next haunted object? Yes. All right. I'm going to tell you about the Tallman family's bunk beds. Oh, Okay. Haunted bunk beds. Haunted bunk beds. You you know, it's really usually for fun, but like... No, they're haunted. But they're haunted. So on April... Do you have a, sorry, do you have a picture of this vase? Yeah, I can pull one up. Hold on. Wait, never mind. I got it. 
it's not very exciting. I just want to see what it looks like. Like, I thought it would be more exciting. This is all the picture that I can find, and they're mostly blurry. They're mostly blurry? It doesn't even look like it has a lid in this picture. It doesn't even look like it has a lid. It doesn't even look like it can stand up on anything. It doesn't. It looks like it's very rounded. (laughs) (laughs) So, whatever. Whatever, it's haunted. Yep, it's haunted as shit. So, this next is the bunk bed story. Yeah. On April 13th, 1986, I'm I'm giving you some stories from the 80s. Okay. Alan and Debbie Talbin, along with their two daughters and one son, moved into their dream home in Horicon, Wisconsin. Okay. Alan was a shift supervisor at a manufacturing plant, and Debbie was a stay-at-home mom. In early February 1987, Alan and Debbie brought home bunk beds and they, that they had purchased from a second-hand shop. Oh, a second-hand shop. Yes. So they don't even know where these came from. They don't. They with. purchased them second-hand. Okay. Uh, they assembled the beds and then stored them in their basement. I don't know why. You know, like, just for, like, drunk people storage. Maybe maybe they were just like, you know, we could use some extra beds because we have a lot of ragers and, like, our friends stay the night. Yeah, exactly. And these bunk beds That's are That's what cheap. that mattress behind you is for. Yeah. This is our, not just our soundproofing. <laughs> nope. It's for sleeping. <laughs> um, So they assembled the beds, put them in their basement. Within weeks, their children who rarely got sick started to fall ill. Oh. They were at the doctor's office regularly, and then that May, the family decided to move the beds upstairs. Okay. Because at this point, your kids are just getting sick. You don't think it's a bunk bed. Yeah, exactly. Like, how weird. They're just kids. They're gross, and they attract germs really easily. They do. Yeah. So the first night that the beds were upstairs, the Tallman's son, Danny, was sleeping in the room next door. After his parents said goodnight to him, the clock radio that had, like, they had given him this clock radio, and it was like a big deal for him. It seemed to come to life, and it would turn itself. It turned itself on and would cycle through the stations. Oh, like aliens! And like the station indicator was one of the kinds that like you could see on the front like of the, the clock, bar. Like the old school style. Yeah, like the bar. And like that he would could go. see it moving. Oh, that's neat. Um. The little boy ran from his room to tell his parents, but they didn't believe him. And they actually told him that if he continued to make a fuss, they would take away the clock radio. Well, that wasn't very nice. Well, like, I would be fine if they took away the clock radio if it's, first of all, keeping me up. Yeah. And second of all, a ghost is clearly touching it. Or aliens. Or aliens. Power surge from an alien. Maybe these were bunk beds from aliens. Yeah. Maybe the aliens, it's like some specific alien tech made of wood. Ooh, maybe. Causes electrical interferences. (laughs) Very specific. Yes. So, after this, a few weeks later, Alan was painting the walls in the basement. Debbie called him upstairs for lunch, and when he returned, the paintbrushes were not where he had left them. So, it said he had left them in, like, the pan that you, like, use. The paint brushes instead were inside the paint bucket handle down bristles up oh that's rude yeah like now i have to shove my whole fucking hand in paint and clean you have to pretty much get new paint brushes you at that do point because like what are you gonna do with those paint brushes they're you gotta like wipe them off but you're still gonna get covered in paint yeah you have to get new ones yeah um so then the t- 
After this, the Tallman's two-year-old daughter was sleeping in the bunk bed one night, and she began seeing things. Oh. She told her mother about a witch with red eyes. No. Um, and then about a fire in her room. The bed just set on fire? The bed spontaneously combusted? The witch was doing a voodoo thing in the middle of the room and set something on fire? Maybe. Okay. Um, a month later, their son saw an old lady standing by his door. He said she glowed like fire. Oh. Okay. So, like, we, we, we're we going to find out, like, what what is going on with the bunk beds, right? Um, Like, who the witch is, right? I don't think we will. Oh. But it's terrifying. Okay. Um, so then- Salem Witch Trials. It was the wood to burn the witches. You know, maybe it wasn't. It was just haunting, like, people were haunting it. Yeah. So, Debbie was convinced that her home was haunted, and she was like, enough is enough. And the family turned to their pastor. He came over, and he felt an evil presence in the house, and he thought that they were victims of the devil. Oh, they were all just victims of the devil. Yep. And you want to know, he encouraged them to ward off the evil by just attending church. Yeah, because you know that works. Yeah, you know, it's haunting my house, but I'll just come to church. Exactly. So that didn't work. (laughs) And their time of peace at home had ended. Okay. Doors would bang open and shut, and they could hear voices calling from nowhere. Um, They could still see a ghostly vision, and the children were being terrorized by it. Okay, so but they haven't figured out that it's the bunk bed yet. No. She just thinks it's the house as a whole. Right. But how long did she live in the house as a whole before, like, they got the bunk beds? And they didn't have any of this bullshit. Right, like, I mean, I guess at some point you have to try to start putting two and two together. Like, this shit happened after we got this bunk bed, right? Yeah. Um, a week before Christmas. Christmas? Danny. I know, I was like, perfect. (laughs) It's a week before Christmas now. It is. (gasps) Danny saw something terrifying and told his mother he wanted to leave. So, like, a week before Christmas, he was like, I I can't deal with this crazy burning witch lady anymore. Okay. Ellen I would, decided I would be too. Th- that he had had enough and decided to challenge the entity. Oh, so we're going, like, straight up Zach Baggins on this. Yeah. Okay. He told it to leave his tro- children alone and his fight trolls. His- <laughs> leave my trolls alone. <laughs> leave my trolls alone. Uh, he told it to leave his children alone and to fight him instead. Come at me, bitch. <laughs> that's, what it's, that's what he's saying. He's like, come at me, bitch. Don't you fuck with my kids. Seriously. He's like, fight me. Fight me, demon. <laughs> Zach Baggins. So three weeks later, after... Working a late shift, Alan returned home around 2 a.m. He exited his car and he could hear like an eerie howling sound that started soft and grew louder. Um, Coming from inside the house or outside the house? He was outside. Okay. It, he said it was like the howling of wind, but he could hear a voice that said, come here. Okay. He followed the sound to the back of the house, but there was no one there. Creepy. When he returned to the front of the house, the garage was on fire. Oh, like, hypothetically, or, like, because, like, the kids were like, oh, she's on fire. Right. The room's on fire, and it's not actually on fire, so, like, is it on fire, or, like, is it questionably on fire? (laughs) I'll tell you. So he was really scared by this, and he ran into the house, set his lunchbox on the floor, collected himself before running back outside. So, like, he was like... 
Here, let me put all of my things. Throw my lunch bags out. Come back outside. Put all of my things into the house. That's burning. Is it an attached garage? I mean, I assumed it was an attached garage, but this isn't making it sound like it's an attached yeah. garage. It does, like, because the urgency to, like, go in the house and then come back out without, like, getting your children or, like, anything else, you know, it just seems like it's a detached garage. Right. Um. So when he got back outside, the fire was gone. There was no sign of damage. And then when he went back inside to the house he went back inside the house because he was like you know hypothetical fire it was a hypothetical fire he locked the doors behind him when he reached for the lunchbox that he had set down it was ripped from his hand and thrown across the room yeah so the ghost is like i'm Fucking here now bitch what are you gonna do i'm ready I your garage th- on fire i'm ready to throw down now so alan began began to sleep on the floor in his daughter's room every night um, they were scared and having a really hard time sleeping. One well, night. yeah, I would. Of course, like, please leave this house. Yes. One night, he watched as a fog rolled in around him and a voice said, you're dead. Oh. The, like, the, like in the, are you in the house? In the house. He's fog sleep- rolls he's into laying your fucking in his daughter's house? room. The mist comes in into your house. comes into the room, fills the room, and says, you're dead. And then drifts away. Fucking creepy. Yeah. So Alan was- Get your fucking fog out of my house. Visibly shaken by this. Yeah. He was pale, lips were blue, and he was crying and couldn't speak. So Debbie was like, I'm calling the pastor again. The one that told me just to go to church. Yeah. Because that seemed to help. Um, Days later, one of the relatives were watching the children. Um, The relative was a skeptic, but he lay on the floor the same way that Alan had been sleeping on the floor in his kid's room. And while he was there, the same figure that the kids had been seeing appeared in front of him. He screamed and ran was out it of the room. laying on the floor with him? Like, just think. Oh, spooning him? No, no. Just think of, like, he's, like, laying on his side. And, like, he opens his eyes. And she's just sitting there, like, with her, her like, her hand on her chin, like, her, arm, like, as, like, a, a prop. Her up. creepy red eyes, and her she's, like, on red fire. Eyes. She's on fire, and she's just smiling at him. She's like, Hi. I would literally shit myself. Um, He screamed and ran out of the room. Debbie asked him what had happened, and that was the final straw for her. She was done. Yeah. She was done. Debbie got the kids and told them they were leaving and never coming back. We're getting the fuck out. Two weeks later, Ellen and Debbie had the bunk beds destroyed, and they moved to a new city. Some say that the beds, um, like, some of, like, the sites I were looking at say that the beds were broken apart and buried. Um, Others say they were just buried. So, like, was it buried, like, whole? Like, uh, the family who moved in after them did not have any of the same experiences as them. So, I think that's how they determined it was the bunk bed. Yeah, they figured it out. It was the bunk bed. Yeah. Okay. But that is the story of the Tallman family bunk beds. That's interesting. Isn't that a weird one? Yeah. I really want to know why. I want to know why the bunk beds were haunted, but they bought it from a secondhand shop. So, like, I don't think they really... Secondhand voodoo shop. The voodoo priestess put a curse onto the bunk beds because she's like, fuck those people. Yeah. It's a voodoo curse. I think we're it's in really in New Orleans. Except Wisconsin. Same thing. <laughs> But that is my story. It's New Orleans North. Oh, yeah. The North New Orleans, Wisconsin. Yes. (laughs) 
Well, that's a good story. I, I did enjoy both of your stories. Yeah, I just thought it'd be fun. You gave me two short stories last week, so I was like, you know, I'll give you two this week. Yeah. And they're both about haunted objects. Yeah. Well, I'm going to give you a cryptid today. Oh, I love a good cryptid. So, have you ever heard of the Loveland Frogman? I haven't, actually. And that's weird because I've heard of a lot of cryptids. So, this is uh, this story is thanks to whoever posted the cryptids map on our Facebook page. So, someone who started listening to us from the Yumacon panel. Sup, bro? Thanks. Thanks. So... The Loveland Frogman, I've never actually said that out loud, and it's sort of tongue twistery. (laughs) (laughs) Or the Loveland Lizards. Ooh, cute. The creatures themselves have been sighted in Claremont County, Ohio. Ooh, it's close. It is close. We could go visit. How long is it? How far away is Claremont County? I'm going to search. Okay, so we're just going to go look for the Frogman? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, I'm in. Claremont County? Yeah. County... It's like Cincin- It's like east of Cincinnati is what I remember from a map that I saw. Let's pick this. It keeps wanting to tell me Georgetown, Ohio. No, thanks. Which is four hours away. I think anything in Ohio is four hours Claremont, away. Claremont, Ohio is four hours away. Okay. So close enough. Yeah, close enough. So the frogmen are, re- are reportedly bipedal frogs. And have leathery skin as well as webbed hands and feet. So they stand up on their hind legs and walk around. But they're just giant fucking frogs. This is wild. It's like a D&D character to me. Like, yeah, there's this is definitely your D&D, D&D characters. Character. I love this. Okay. Uh, the creatures have frog-like heads and are around one meter tall. So they're around three feet tall, but like some of the reports I will talk about later are up to like five feet tall. So they're little guys, some of them. Yeah, some of them are little. It lives in the temper. It lives in the forest and is able to survive the cold winters without without having to hibernate. They also have the physical ability to use sticks like tools, but they also have the ability to use those sticks to emit sparks like a wand. So this is your D&D character. They're fucking magic frogs. They're fucking magic They're frogs. They're magic frogs. <laughs> yeah. They're little frog wizards. They're frog wizards. I'm so fucking pumped about this. <laughs> I want 12. The Loveland frog has only had about five sightings. And one of the most intriguing cases encountered of that of the frogmen was in May of 1955. On a county road that runs along Miami River in Claremont County. Around 3.30 in the morning, a businessman claimed to have witnessed three of them. Three. Three of them. All just conjugating on the side of the road. Just hanging out. Just hanging out, like, shooting the shit, like, drinking some 40s on the side of the road. Oh, definitely. They were comparing spells. Yeah. And sticks. Yeah. Love it. The man pulled over his car and he said he watched them for about three minutes. Okay, that's a while. Yeah, so, like, think of yourself as a frog man. <laughs> okay, I am. I'm now a frog man. Drinking your 40 on the side of the county road, hanging out with your buds at 3.30 in the morning, and some car just pulls up and just fucking sits there. <laughs> what do you think? I would leave. You would I'd leave? Take out my cell phone and <laughs> take a picture. <laughs> in 1955? Yeah. Because I'm yeah. a frog wizard. 
I can do that. Okay. I have wizard frog cell phones. Okay. It's your wand. It's my tadpole phone. Yeah. I was trying to come up with a cool name for like, like a, a frog t- cell phone. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just it's it's just a tadpole, but it looks like a sidekick. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So during the time he noticed that they stood between three and four feet tall and were covered in the leathery skin and webbed feet and hands, their frog-like heads, which the man claimed had deep wrinkles where their hair should have been. So like they were like wrinkly on top of their head, but they were bald. That's weird. (laughs) Yeah. I thought of something they could carry. And then one of the one of the creatures suddenly pulled out what he described as a wand and held it above its head. Did he vanish? Sparks spewed out of the end of the device and the guy got the fuck out of there. <laughs> he didn't even stick around to see it. No, he was like, I'm out of here. Yeah. Do you think that any of them were on their eye tads? Oh, get oh like tadpole yeah. and frog. Yeah, uh, I get it. I'm so, so great at late puns. It's, it's the lily pad company. Oh, cute. Yeah. I love this. Get your lily pad iTads today. They could be on their fly pad. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) So that frog was definitely going to kill him. Right? Like electrocute his car or something? Make make himself turn into a frog? Ooh. Maybe. 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 So the next sighting was uh, years, years later, like 20 years later, at about 1 a.m. on March 3rd, 1972. A police officer was traveling along Riverside Road heading towards Loveland. The officer claimed that he was driving slowly due to the ice that was on the road. And when he saw what looked like a dog on the curb. Okay. And then suddenly the animal darted out in front of his cruiser, forcing the officer to slam on his brakes. Oh, shit. Once the police cruiser came to a halt, the headlights fell upon to the animal. In the span of seconds, this crouched frog-like creature stood onto its two hind legs and stared back at the policeman, then scrambled over the guardrail and down the embankment into the Ohio River. Whoa. Yeah. Do you think they live in the water? Yeah, they're frogs. For sure, like... For sure, they're frogs. That would be wicked. Because, like, all the two sightings so far have been in... They go... They're hanging out near rivers. Yeah, but they're just like hanging out on the county roads because they're like, no one drives by here this late at night, right? And then he just scrambles off into the embankment. He's trying not to be seen. Yeah, he's hiding back into. He's going back to his home. Yes, hoping no one will find him. Exactly. The officer described the creature as being three to four feet tall as well, and in the area of weighing about fifty to seventy-five pounds. Holy shit! It's a big ass frog. And then all of the same characteristics, like, described to the T as earlier. Like, the wrinkly head and everything? Yeah, the wrinkly head, leathery skin with the webbed feet and hands, yeah. So they look like old men frogs. Yeah, they're old men frogs. Little old men frogs. The officer asked his other cop buddy to come and look at the incident, like, come look at the area of the incident. And he didn't really see much except for a scratch on the guardrail where the frogmen had supposedly hopped over. Oh, I didn't know frogs had claws. Maybe it was like someone accidentally hit it. And Maybe he like, was running so fast his stick, his magic wand stick, scraped against the guard barrel. Oh, yeah. And made a scratch. Exactly. It was like a really tough stick. Where do you think a frog keeps his magic stick? 
<laughs> in his in the folds of his head. In the folds of his head. <laughs> Nowhere dirty. <laughs> totally PC normal places. Yep. Yeah, it's totally normal to have a wand in the wrinkles of your head. The third sighting occurred two weeks later when another police officer, according to the report that he had written, was driving into Loveland when he spotted what he believed to be an injured animal lying on the pavement. Okay, so another animal on the road. Another police officer. Another police officer. Yeah. Do you think they just like to fuck around with cops? Maybe. The other guy wasn't well, a cop, Well, maybe though. like only police officers are like out patrolling. That's possible. At, like weird hours of the night. That would make sense. Yeah. So he climbed out of his cruiser with the intention of removing what he thought was a dead carcass out of the road. When the creature abruptly lurched upwards into a crouched position. Taken aback by the frogman, the officer unholstered his pistol and took one shot at the creature. Uh, He hit the frogman and it tried to flee, then proceeded to hobble over to the side of the road and step over the guardrail. So So he he shot it. it. And it's like, what the fuck, bro? And then it ran away. I mean, that would be terrifying. Yeah. You think you're just moving roadkill out of the road and then, like, it stands up? Yeah. Not even just on, like, like, it it just crouched at first, right? But, like, anything moving. And then it hops over the guardrail? Yeah. No. So, all while keeping a steady eye with the officer, pretty much being like, don't you fucking shoot me again. (laughs) Oh, yeah. He wanted out of there. Yeah. He's like, I'm just... Going back to my swamp. I'm going to go have the uh, healer. He fixed me up. She has a great wand technique. My frog cleric friend. (laughs) (laughs) He described the same creature down to every detail as well. Except for the one he saw had a tail. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. This is the only mention of a tail. Do you think it was a long tail or like a little like a little triangle nubbin tail? Like, I'm thinking it's still, like, maybe he's, like, a younger frogman because, like, the tadpole to the frog process, they do have, like, a little tail. That could make sense. I'm going to Google frogs with tails. Okay. Let's take a look. They are a thing. Oh, they are? There is a, there is a, apparently a frog with a tail. Let me see. Oh, yeah, look at that. It looks like, yeah, it looks like a tadpole. Like a little, yeah, I think it's just the in-between process of, like, tadpole to frog. Yeah. Yeah, so it's just, like, we're just going to say it's just a young frogman. He was younger. And then he got, like, unfortunately got into a run-in with the cops, got shot, and fleed, you know? Younger and kids are scared of the police. He was scared in general. He had never encountered a human before. Yeah. He's like, what are you not looking like a frog with your leathery face and bald head? Yeah. You look you look like a cop. And I know what cops are because we have them in the frog world. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the officer recanted, ended up recanting his story, though, um, and now claims that the animal in question was nothing more than a large reptile that had escaped its owner. Oh, is that so? Uh, He further insists that the only reason he shot at the creature was to help confirm his other officer's story. Okay. And try to get the animal to prove it. Like, maybe. But also, like, he got a lot of shit, and that's when he he recanted his story. That's probably what happened, though, right? He'd be like, oh, you two saw the frogman? 
Yeah, no, because that's what happens. That's why people recant their stories. Because they got bullied. Right. At the police station. And that's probably why people don't tell their stories either. Yeah. Because bullies. I believe in it. In another sighting in 2016, the frogman was spotted in mid-August by Sam Jacobs and his girlfriend while they were uh, playing Pokemon Go in Cincinnati. That's a recent. Yes. Oh. The uh, local Cincinnati News reported, a fun night turned into a chilling tale of horror. I love that. When the two teenagers playing Pokemon Go between Loveland... Morada Road and Lake Isabel claimed to see a giant frog near the lake on August 3rd that stood up and walked on its hind legs. That's crazy. So there is... So there's apparently part of the video. There's a part of a video? So apparently the kids... So the kids took a video and it was a video was played on like the news station. So here is like a screenshot of that video. It looks like a frog. Yeah. With glowing eyes. But, like, it looks huge. It looks huge. But, like, it literally looks like a person also, like, just standing waist deep in water. It does. Um, Did you look up more pictures of the frogman? I'm going to search it right now. Okay. I like these artist renditions that are just frogs standing up. Yeah. That's pretty much, like, what everyone has described. So... In early 2019, uh, Old Sweater, a rising band in Atlanta, Georgia. It's my ro- favorite band name. Wrote a song called Loveland Frogman and performed it live several times, get, uh, gathering the attention of their creative wit and trippy writing style. Ooh. Uh, they also, the Frogman also is on like a bunch of like t-shirts of like the local areas. And- I like that. Yeah. We should get one. So that is the story of the Loveland Frogmen. Do you love it? I love it. I think that's an awesome cryptid. Yeah. So, I, like, I didn't really to, know that one. So thank you to the person who posted uh, the cryptid map of the United States onto our Facebook page. Uh, that's where I got this from. I love it. That was a good one. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I started looking into it and I was like, I hope this is enough for... Like an actual length story. Yeah, I think it was great. Yeah. I'm so pumped about this frog man. Let's yeah. go find it. You want to go find it? Yeah. Can we like, well, let's try to go find it in the the winter months at 3 a.m. in the, on that road. In the nowhere area of Ohio. Like, I don't know why I'm so like okay with going and finding cryptids and terrified of ghosts. I think I'm more terrified of finding cryptids than I am of finding ghosts. Also terrified of finding cryptids, but, like, I want to go find them. Okay. So you and me are I don't want to go... go Bigfoot hunting, though. That seems terrifying. So you and... Well, you you and me, we don't have to leave a car. Yeah, we're, I'm fine with not leaving the car. Yeah. You and me, we'll go drive down there. We'll get a hotel room. And at, like, 1 a.m., we'll start driving up and down these county roads just looking for a frogman. Love it. And then after a couple hours... Are we going back? Should we just Should- like get some flies and release them too? Like, oh yeah, just ooh, Burst get a of box flies. of crickets and just ooh. leave it in the road and then sit there. Yeah, we should camouflage our car to look like a bush. 
I was also going to say that. So <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> yeah, no, we're totally going to camouflage our car to look like a bush and release flies and crickets into the roadway near this river and hope to see the frogmen. I hope so. And then hope they don't electrocute us with their wands. We're going to take fucking pictures. Yeah. Good ones. Good ones. We're going to charge our phones because we're going to sleep until like one o'clock and then we're going to go. Yeah. Love it. I'm so pumped. Well, that's it for today. (laughs) That was awesome. Yeah. So if you like this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. And you know, we still will love rate, review, and subscriptions even after Christmas. Yeah. We, but we want them for as Christmas presents. I really, really us. want it. I so want like, a rate, review, and subscribe. Yeah, so, like, the person who posted to our Facebook page, like, go to, like, iTunes and, like, rate us. And review us. And review us. We would love subscribe. to hear what you say. We would love it. And we hope we did a cryptid justice for you. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> I thought it was great, okay. personally. Uh, so you can also find us on social media at, you can find us on Twitter at the MF cast on Instagram at marble forest podcast. And you can send us your personal stories to marble forest podcast at gmail.com. Do you live in Ohio? Did you see the Frogman? We won't judge. Write it in. Yeah. Write it in. I want to hear all about it. And we'd like to give a special thanks to Jenna who did our logo. You can find her on Instagram and Etsy at agenda. That is a Jen duh. And a special thanks to Cameron who did our music and everyone who is not in this room with us and you, the listener, for listening to this episode. Thank you. Thank you. And, you know, guys, just don't tempt fate by hypothetically seeing a fire or trying to stalk a frogman. Trying to stalk a frogman or see one. I guess so. All right. Bye. Bye.